The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. Shall we pray? Oh God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts together be acceptable in thy sight. A rock and our redeemer, our hope and our help, our strength and our salvation. Amen. So we've mentioned it, that Jesus is big enough. And here's his prey. And I want on today to invite you to remember a particular commitment that we have made each time one is baptized. We say this, we will pray for them that they may be true disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. We will pray for them that they may be true disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. As I invite you to remember that that part of our baptismal covenant, I invite you to pray for the children who will participate in Vacation Bible School this week. The younger ones and the not-so-younger ones. So that as we study and learn and play and grow and become together, not only will we remember that Jesus is big enough, but that we will also, in fact, be found as disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. That's, that's in part the reason that we do this thing called Vacation Bible School. I think maybe at the invention of Vacation Bible School, it was a thing to occupy children's time during the summer for a week. I mean, in a community this size, if the churches get together and schedule things right, you can farm your kids out every single week from June 1st to July 31st and... You only have to work one of those weeks at your church. (laughs) Really, I'm certain that Vacation Bible School is one of the places that the kingdom of God is intensely present in our world. Sometimes the mystics, the Christian mystics, will call those thin spaces where the veil between this life and heaven is thin. And I remember one of the very first vacation Bible schools I had the opportunity to participate in as a pastor. Graduated from seminary with theology degrees and reverend in front of my name and all this highfalutin hullabaloo stuff. And I saw at Vacation Bible School the Reverend Dr. Frank and Mrs. Fran Richardson running against each other in a bread relay race, and I nearly ran outside to see if Jesus was coming back. 
I don't know if you knew Frank Richardson. He was a retired pastor of our annual conference and his father before him was and and Frank had a reputation that was only just less than his father's reputation of being I I don't even know how to describe Frank's reputation in this conference among pastors but he was scary he was one of those I mean, just larger than life pastors. He was a district superintendent, and, and when he called and said, congratulations, you're going to wherever, you simply said, thank you very much, just because he called you. That was Frank, am I right? Yeah, yeah, that was Frank. Great guy, but just that, that presence. And they were running in the fellowship hall. They were running back and forth against each other, Mr. and Mrs. Reverend and and Frank and Fran. And I just knew, I just knew that any moment the trumpet would sound and Jesus would return because I never in all of my life to that point thought that I would see such a distinguished pastor in our annual conference running with children. (laughs) And then... And then it dawned on me, vacation Bible school is a thin space. Whereas grown-ups, we allow ourselves the grace to become children again. And in becoming children again, the kingdom of God becomes more real and we become more present to that reality in our lives today. That's why we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. He he was praying in a certain place and and his followers, his disciples, the, the, the root of the word disciple is student in the Greek. His students who were watching their teacher, their master, pray, said, teach us to do that, please. And, and Luke, Luke tells this a little bit differently than Matthew. Uh, typically in our liturgy, we have the Matthean version of the Lord's Prayer. Luke's a, a little plainer in his language, a little shorter in his verses. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. See, it was common for rabbis in that day not just to encourage their students to pray, but to teach them how to pray, what to pray, what to say when they pray. It, 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 it reminds us that praying is as much a spiritual discipline as it is an outpouring of our thoughts to God, an outpouring of our emotion before God. It's both. That conversation that we have daily with God and that regular patterned time of praying the way Jesus taught us to pray so that it shapes our lives in the way that leads to life, 
That's why we pray. So Jesus said, pray this way. Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. That's as much as we're going to try to tackle today. It's a confession, if you will. Now, as, as we approach this, we, we have to understand in our world, sometimes parents get it right, and sometimes we don't. And, and, and some men and women live into the fullness of parenting with grace, and some abandon responsibilities for whatever reason. And, and what that means for us as we pray is that we are to be mindful of those who struggle with certain terms for God. It's simply a part of reality today. There are those who struggle to be able to name God as Father because of their own life. So I invite you to think about this in, in a deeper understanding of it, to consider that what Jesus was teaching is that Jesus was naming the relationship between the creature and the creator as a relationship of complete honesty and deep intimacy. A relationship of complete honesty and deep intimacy. I've, I've only ever had one thing that I've ever painted framed, and, and it was a watercolor uh, um, from about the eighth grade. And I, I don't know even what it looked like. I, I don't think it was impressionist. I, I, I think it was eighth grade boy watercolorist. <laughs> and, and I never went on past that into art. So, but I, I love that painting because it was my hand that touched the brush to the water and to the paint and to the page. It was something of myself on that paper. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've ever painted anything. Sometimes I, I, I write poetry and, and I become attached to the words of, 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 on the page. Thankfully, John knows to turn my microphone off when I sing, but, but when I'm by myself, I... <laughs> That's funny right there. <laughs> I think I have power, but I have none. Um, I like to belt out the songs, and Janie, that was a new one for me, number 79. Thank you. That's beautiful. I love that text and that tune. Yeah, I like to belt them out because they become a part of me. And as I name and, and give voice to the hymns and songs of our faith practice, it becomes something of myself. That's, that's what it means to be created in the image of God. And that's what it means to be invited by Christ into prayer with God. 
a relationship of complete honesty and deep intimacy. Hallowed be your name. I, 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 I loved when I first came to faith and, and um, I heard that passage, uh, whatever Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name, you shall receive. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> instant, instant win. I was about 16 years old and we just moved to Texas and everybody had a pickup truck and I wanted a pickup truck. So I prayed mightily, Jesus, give me a pickup truck. And I pray in Jesus name. Amen. It didn't work. <laughs> Hallowed be your name is a confession of sorts of saying you alone, O oh God, are holy. And you have called me and created me to be in that place of sacredness and to live in that way of sacred life. That's why it's followed by your kingdom come. In the Mathean version, we, we say your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, giving greater explanation for us to understand what it means to say your kingdom come. We want what you want, God. Now, sometimes that's a stretch for us because we like pie and we just want more pie. I say that to remind you that as you slip into that sugar sleep of having had too much pie, you'll wake up. So what does it mean to pray in a completely honest and deeply intimate relationship with God, to name God as holy, and to seek God's kingdom coming upon the earth? It is to both believe right and to practice right. That is that, that as we learn and grow and deepen our understanding of this thing we call faith practice, our beliefs might grow and become and change and that may shape and change the way we practice in our lives. It is also that we learn to pray this prayer first so that it shapes our belief about prayer. Sometimes we believe our way into new ways of living, and sometimes we practice our way into new ways of believing. Then we come to that passage, so I say to you, ask and it will be given to you, and I'm going to skip a couple of uh, phrases and say, for everyone who asks, receives. I remember growing up, <laughs> Dad always said, be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. I never really fully understood what he meant by that. But when I come to this passage of Christ saying, everyone who asks, receives, I put it in the place of right asking in prayer. And that in praying in the name of Jesus is praying in the will of Christ. 
and praying in the kingdom of God here upon the earth in that deeply intimate, completely honest relationship. So our memory verse at Vacation Bible School for day two, which we're going to tackle on day one, is Luke 11.10. If you'll repeat after me, everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who searches will find. And the door will be opened to everyone who knocks. We pray as a community of faith because the disciples asked Jesus, teach us to pray. And this prayer is our family prayer. It reminds us not only that Jesus is big enough to hear us when we pray, but it also reminds us that God's provision for our lives and our work together is for more than just us. It's indeed for the whole world. Shall we pray? Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And all God's people said, Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.